programs, and happy Hortoberfest 2, the Hortobering. Welcome to a new season of Come On, It's, it's Still, still good. good. I am your undefeated champion, Reagan, and with me, as always, is my brother, Ryan. Hello there, and joining us is our other brother, Box Office Rob. Hey, hey. Along for the ride is our producer, E. We are CoSG, the only show on the internet where we break down retro movies to see if they still hold up, then put a stamp on them. Before we get to today's feature, make sure your trays are in their upright position, your seatbelt is securely fashioned, and your mind is a black hole of paranoia and despair. Have a nice flight! In a world where your hypersleep number bed can be adjusted from soft to firm to bananas. One man will crawl around the dark for two hours, asking questions like all of the questions, such as, who am I? Where am I? When am I? What's my name? New phone. Who dis? And what are those? Ben Foster is lost in headspace. One part pando, two parts rum. Let's get nuts. Take a shot of Pandorum. So this week, we got just the absolute pleasure to watch 2009's Pandorum. Trying to think of the year real quick. Forgot. Which is just uh, a nice monster movie in space. Okay. This is uh, a monster movie. There are monsters. There's mutants. They are monster like at the beginning of this movie. They're not. They're running around eating people. Yes. Until you find out they're like 900 year old humans that have, you know, evolved into this. I mean, I guess you could call them monster. That's fine if you want to. I think you just don't understand them. Well, no one tries to talk to them. Maybe communication was never... Actually, no, uh, Chung Lee tries to talk to that, or spares that child one, which, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, was a mistake, yeah. Don't yeah. do that. That'll, that'll, get your, that'll get your throat slit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, spoilers. But, uh, uh, what subgenre of Hortoberfest 2, the Hortobering, would this movie classify? I would say monster, like, monster movie. Yeah, I think it, even though monster. they are mutant, you know, they're, I think a monster. Because they're constantly chasing and trying to eat them and murder them. More of a zombie, almost like. Well, they're not undead. Yeah, but what, and they're not horde, turning. Horde? Do you prefer horde movie? I mean, yeah. I I guess I'll take I'll take the monster. I mean, because I mean it's a loose term. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's so. the best. The space horror movie, which yeah, we did. I'm surprised last, you're not trying to sell it to me as a love story. So I'm just shocked <laughs> no, at that. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Tell me where so, the love story is in this one. It, it's between Ben Foster and um, I, what's the girl's name? Yeah, but it's not really a love story because half the movie he's looking for his wife. Right. Yeah, this is a trapped in a you know place slash ship. Right. You know, sunshiny or event horizon except they needed eyes for this one you definitely need your eyes eyes for right. me yeah, well, yeah. You? you gotta keep you gotta keep your head on a fucking swivel in this movie because these, these little white black eyed dark eyes i would make an argument that you'd want to have your eyes in any situation i mean there's just very few uh, situations i can think of where i'm like you know what i don't need my eyes. <laughs> I, I counter that with no, you don't want them in the event horizon. When yeah. you go to the hell dimension, I, I, you don't because, want your eyes. You don't want to see what's happening. Tells me, I think I'm still going to keep my eyes. Maybe I'll close them. Like, you know, like when you're a kid and you try to squeeze your eyes real tight, but keep that tiny slit yeah, open yeah. so you can see what was going on. I'd be like, oh, my eyes are gone. I'm fine. Let's go through the dimension and see what's going on. <laughs> in that dimension, you can see everything without eyes. You don't. I guess that's what, that's what the deal is. But anyways, I don't remember where we were. Yeah, <laughs> I, we got we got lost because we we're talking lost about the subgenre. Yeah, yeah. I, this yeah. is still yeah. just kind of just... like a you know a stuck in a place trying to get out type of movie yeah, with monsters yeah. survival. Yeah, much like The Edge. Yeah, she want a on. Just put that clip in there. You two will sue us. It's numb. You got to do all the. Uh, you gotta I'm not gonna look up the fucking <laughs> lyrics again. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. But you know what time it is? It's time for the box office game. Show me the money. Show you the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Let me think about this. It's 2009. 2009. Yeah. A lot of monster guys running around. A lot of prosthetics and shit. They're on a spaceship. They got that model of a spaceship, right? Like flashing lights everywhere. That's that's not free. 
Some fi- a lot of physical sets. Uh, I mean, small cast. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Ben Foster. Dennis Sean Quaid Wu. though, and Dennis Quaid was or is something is? in 2009, right? Like he is something sure, now, but sure. in 2009 he's already huge. I mean, I oh, guess you yeah. could say he's. Um, so are you trying to say he's on downswing or? No, I, mean, I was trying. He to, does the rookie around this period in time. I don't really know where I I point and say he's had a downswing. He's just kind of like he's in a Dennis Quaid plateau. Like he's not going to get less money. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah, he's just Dennis Quaid. Like you're, right. you're just happy he's part of your project. I think right, right. So I think there's some salary here. Like I said, not a huge cast, but a lot of makeup effects, a lot of you know um, practical effects and special effects. I mean, I think it's I don't want to go crazy here because it's not there's not a whole lot of like different sets and stuff, but I'm gonna say it was probably like thirty five million dollars to make this thing somewhere around that range. I'm gonna say this is a sixty million dollar movie. Think that much? Yeah. All right, so I've got some conflicting reports on the budget, but <laughs> well, which other uh, one's closer to thirty five? The range question. is thirty three million. Forty million dollars. Oh, Ryan, you crushed. Ryan, you right crushed it. Okay, that's a good. That's a good. Read. Now let's see. How much did this make? Nothing. Because okay. this right. was well, a planned trilogy. Yes, they did have plans for that. So which I would love to see. I was gonna say it made a little bit, but now you're swaying me to say it made so, less. So I'm gonna was, say. No, oh, sorry, Rob. Let me tell you what's split. competing against. Oh, okay. 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 Came out the same week as Surrogates. Okay, that that's is. a bomb. Okay. That's a bomb. That was a Bruce Willis movie. Please, Rob, refer to it as its proper title: Bruce Willis in. The surrogates or surrogates or whatever. Oh, they say that every trailer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the trailer. Um, you know, it's, uh, Bruce Willis would do anything for money. I just watched a movie with Bruce Willis where he is in generic, like, you, Neil, what's District 9? Neil Blomquip? Yeah, Blomk, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, it, he did that Halo we short. Have, we should, was that on the quiz? The no, it should have been, but that's fine. It's not. But he did, like, this Halo short to, like, show what he would want to do for a movie. Blomkemp. Okay. Anywho. But it's I was watching this movie and they reused like old Halo armor and they put Bruce Willis in it. Oh and, yeah. And then uh, Crossbones is in it. Uh, Joe Joe Gorillo. Mm-hmm. And then a, a a wrestler who I didn't recognize her at first. I mean, you guys don't know who Lana is, but our WWE fans out there, really, Ryan? Yeah. Name one descriptive thing about Lana. Um, she's Asian. No. She is no, not. Darn it. <laughs> what movie Let's go for something there. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's not good. It's oh, about no. an alien invasion, and they're taking like a nuke to the alien world. Like it's like a ripoff of Halo. Uh, it's about a first contact. How recent? It's pretty fucking recent. Okay. Like within the last five years. Man, Bruce Willis does a lot. He's in a lot of post-production stuff. Yeah, I think he does a lot of stuff that just comes out in like Europe. And this is probably what this movie was. It wasn't Breach. Cosmic Sin. Cosmic, Cosmic Sin. Sin. I gotta look at some stills of this. Okay. Like that, that they use like like uh, that Halo armor. Like I recognize what a Spartan armor looks like. You can't fool me. They don't use the helmets though. You know mm. they want to get sued by Microsoft. They just use the body armor. But this movie made fifteen million dollars. Since we're talking about that. Oh yeah, yeah, we're talking about. Not I'm gonna say twenty five. We're not talking about Cosmic Sin. I mean, streaming on Netflix. If you guys want to check it out, it's not great. If you want to kill two hours, you know, <laughs> knock yourself out. All right, this movie made ten million domestic and six internationally. Oh, that's so, pretty close. Uh, close. It has yeah. another eight in uh, video sales. Yeah, that's where I like. I, I didn't watch this till it came out on video. Like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch it on. I watched it on Netflix or something. Yeah, and Ryan, this is your first time watching it, right? Yeah, I know. Okay, I didn't know if it was like you're like, oh no, I'd watch this on cable at three in the morning no, one night, like in I parts. Had, I had no. Uh, similar to Sunshine, actually, which has some, you know. Yeah similarities i don't remember seeing anything about it i don't remember hearing about it you know like it just i think um, this was promoted on a nerd site i go to and read about stuff and they're like hey ben foster's doing this space thing that sounds cool yeah yeah so it was a big old flop and killed the universe yeah which is sad because i would like to see more of this um yeah what is it tannis tannis right yeah yeah and you know it's we'll, we'll talk more about tannis in the future right after this break we'll be right back Look at that. That's a professional right there, because I was <laughs> about to start breaking this movie down. <laughs> and he had a... Great shot! Now you want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts. Tie me up. Pandorum! All right, we're back. We're going to break down Pandorum. This movie just opens up with Ben Foster and his little 2B. Yes. Getting to spit out. Yes. You know, shaving. Which, I want that future razor. Where it's just you know, like a laser beam uh, into your face. I feel it's like he has a so surprising easy. lack of facial hair, but I guess it slows down all growth. 
I would imagine. Although, I mean, it yeah. would have to slow down everything because he's. I mean, spoilers for this movie. You find out he's over like a thousand years old, or yeah, he's pretty he's close nine, to a thousand, right? Like yeah. whatever. Our, he's he's very close to a thousand. He's like nine hundred and seventy years old, right? But what? So his beard is long, but it's not outrageous. Like you think yeah. it'd be like yeah. that? It's not a nine hundred year old beard. It, yeah, it'd be like comically long, like the Monty Python guy. You know, like it would be very long. But yeah, but that'd give away the the reveal. Well, you I also mean, see that he hasn't aged, so you think the slowing of that process slows down as well. Yeah, yeah. But what sure. was? What was on his arm that he's pulled? Is that skin, like dead skin, that shed it away, or was it like some kind of moisture suit they put on? I think it's a moisture thing. It looked just like wrinkled skin that looks gross. I was like, you need to make that a different color than like. Well, I was wondering if they were trying to say they'd been in there so long that like instead of yeah, like their dead skin becoming dust was like you know those were the layers of skin they were peeling away. But it it looked more like latexy, so I wasn't really sure what they were going for there. But I said. It must just be something that like lays on their skin to keep it from from drying out, even in that that tubey thing. But I was yeah. like, for a second, I was like, that's supposed to be skin. And I was like, if it is, then their hair would have grown more. His shoulders so like wrinkled when he's like laying on the floor coughing. Yeah. That it does look like you just want to peel that like sunburned <laughs> skin off. Like just you want you want to give it a little yeah. chew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just a little chew, and then you spit it out. Oh, that's a keeper. Would you like a smoke and a pancake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like. You know, the Futurama Fry waking up in the future. I mean, but 900 yeah. years. I mean, that's a long time. That's a, yeah, that's a, a lot. lot's happened. A lot of mutatings yeah. going on. I was trying to figure out how many generations of people that would have had to have been to, you know, get well, to that. Well, they didn't they say... Geez. Eight years into the trip, right? Like, it was the, the transition. Yeah, he, eight years. Yeah, because it was two year shifts, and he was Team yeah. 5 from his little arm tattoo. Right. But they put something in the, they juiced them up with something to accelerate their um, evolution. Yeah, the evolution. That's what. That's what I was trying to think. What I'm, I'm trying to think of. Right. The name. But I mean, how much acceleration did you really need? If if they were woken up around eight years, you know, you're talking about twelve generations or something. Twelve to thirteen generations. I don't know how more than that, right? Yeah. Like a generation's only whatever. <laughs> I, it, what is the definition for a gener- Is it like 25 years or is it more than that? It's something like that. So I'm doing like by hundreds of years. It's, yeah, it's even more. Right. It, so, it's going to hurt your head unless you do it. it. The, I, math, the math is murdering my brain. Like you well, can just hear me shut know, down for a second. We know we need another equation what's considered a generation yeah. before That's we go. 20 to 30 years. Yeah, okay, 20 to 30 so, years. So 25, you know, just say 25 and then you got yeah. a, lo- a lot of generations. Right. So there's a lot of evolution that can go on naturally without the accelerated... Darn well, near evolution. 40 generations. Right? Yeah, that's a lot, man. Yeah, it's 36 just to 900 years. Mm-hmm. So that's if 36 they, generations of people, if know. they had gotten out on the planet and been generating in the new, it would have been a totally different thing. They just became that for them because they're stuck in this yeah a place with like no other or yeah. eating the moss off the walls like that cook or you know like whatever. He was using motor oil. I think he was eating mostly the algae that was growing from that water. I think water. he was mostly eating people that came in there. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, but, I think that dude ate a lot of people. How many people, and again, I should have written stuff down because there was a lot of information being divulged and little bits of information. Oh, how many people were on the ship? Yeah, how many oh, people were on the gosh, ship? It was, was it like 60,000? Yes. I think it was yeah. something like that. And they were down to less than 2,000 in the end. Yeah, yeah it's 12, uh, 13 at the end, this population of Tannis. Yeah. So yeah, they could wake them up slowly over time and, and eat them. It would have made more sense to wake up some of them up so that you could have people breeding and eat them. But well, that's know, what it... didn't didn't uh, Gallo leave some people? He banished them to the and they banged and started to eat each other yeah. and they evolved into the monsters, right? You know. Yeah. They, I mean, I think that's like what they're they said yeah. is he he put the he banished like most of the flight crew, whoever he didn't kill. Oh, spoilers, right. you know. Watch Pandorum before. I mean, we're really podcast. We obviously are going all over the place on this one because it's more of a concept yeah. movie than I think really like following. We don't need by to play. go B by yeah, B. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to go. I mean, when did all right? Since this is your first time watching it, yeah. Oh, when yeah, did okay. you figure out the Gallo reveal? Because we had seen it before. I didn't trust him from the beginning that he was obviously the main. Well, character. Or you didn't trust Dennis Quaid or Dennis Quaid. Like I didn't yeah. think Dennis Quaid was who right from thought. the get. Pretty much right from the get, I okay, thought, okay. and I, I didn't necessarily think he was evil. I didn't think who he he was the person he thought he was. Did mm-hmm. I realize that later on that that was his, 
younger self in yeah, his mind yeah, he was wrestling with. No, I thought it was another person. Oh, I okay. did not, I did not yeah. get that. But I thought I thought Dennis Quaid was not who he thought he was. Just mm-hmm. just by the way they were focusing on um, you know the other guy and he was left behind. I I, I knew there was going to be some kind of switch there, whatever it was. But I I was not sure he was completely evil. I had a hunch, but I wasn't sure. You know, like I just. I was like, did you did you catch any of the hints they gave you to to show that they were the same person before the reveal? No, not until like the tattoos so, were merging together. Yeah. What, what did I miss? So uh, uh, his jumpsuit, the other guy, the younger version of him, said Peyton as well. Oh, I didn't his name tag that. said Peyton. Um, also, the younger version kept calling him Corporal. The older version, Corporal. I yeah. noticed that, like yeah. the the the, the ranks after, were... after he locks him in the tube. There may be more. That's just the two. There, I, I think that, when he first one. comes out, like uh, Dennis Quaid, Peyton comes out. I think you can see his tattoo. You can, you can, yeah. And it says Group Two on his tattoo, and uh, Ben Foster is Group Five. Five, yeah, he was five. five. So they should both be the same, right? You know, obviously for the group, who knows how many flight crews there were? At least six. But I did like how they got right to the monsters in this movie. Oh, I wish they kind of had left them in the dark a little longer. Really? I like like, that they just have the monsters, you know, but don't visually see them for a little longer. You know, kind of like, like, you know, get just glimpses of something there. Like, still have them there. Like, grabbing that guy in the trap. Like, uh, those monsters reminded me a lot of the monsters from The Descent. Yeah, that yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But yeah, weird they, vampire yeah, cave. take a little. I I I was like, oh man, they showed them a little early. I, I mean, just a little more would have been gr- more build up, I think, for that. I just I've watched this movie several times, and when I said that uh, uh, Norman Reedus was in this movie, I was like, I don't remember him at yeah, all. Like, yeah, it's a pretty brief part. Yeah, he's yeah, in he, it for he's literally not, he's not around six long. minutes. Right. And I was like, oh, there's Daryl Dixon. All right, and he immediately wants to help nobody. Fear there'd be strength. How long do you think he was living in this nightmare ship? Well, a couple he months. He wasn't that old. Yeah, I was going to say, he's only oh, been I, think, I thought he had been there for like a week or week and a half. I mean, yeah, maybe. But yeah. Like, well, you just woke up. I'm not I'm not dealing with you. Let's go. I don't I mean, like that. These oh, people yeah. that are waking up have only been like, you know, at most, the old timers have been there, except for the cook and the... And yeah, the cook had been there years. Yeah, but everybody else, I would say, is under, you know, under six months at best. And six months would be like a miracle living through that for that yeah. long, you know, like. But, yeah, well, know, Nadia, I mean, she's not sure. I think she says three or four months. Yeah. But yeah there's it, no real good way to tell time. Right. Yeah. There's and you got to find food and. But yeah, she's I eating mean, bugs. Right. Eating the crickets. I mean, I will say those ships are built, man. I think it was built to last. It, not only, yeah, well, they mentioned that. Right? Yeah. Not only did it travel, ship. it's it's a hundred and whatever years to get to. I must call it Titus, but that's not his name. Tannis. Tannis. Um, it also then crashed and was underwater for 800 years. I mean, that's and it was fun. That, that was a heck of a, a heck of a build I mean, until it's, it's until you started sleeping states. in the core, like like sleeping under the core. Like uh, it was well, doing pretty well. Who knows how long they've been sleeping under the core? Probably a decade. 700 years. Centuries. Let's say 400 yeah. years. Let's yeah. say it took a while to build up to sleeping under the core. I'm sure they were normal people for the first, like, 200 years. I mean, that's it's pretty impressive when you think about it. When did you figure out the wife reveal? Oh, ben Foster was looking for his wife. They pretty much had to give me that. I thought his wife was yeah. going to be there somewhere. I didn't know if you were yeah. going to find her alive or dead or half-mutated or, you know, whatever. But it, it took me a long – basically until they told me that she would didn't come on the, the mission was, you know, that was – they had to give that one to me. I didn't see that – you know, what? Why wouldn't you go? You're trying to get on this ship. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's it's not going to be the greatest life. You're going into hypersleep or You'll whatever they call it. You'll be asleep for most of the trip. That sounds yeah. amazing. You're, she's going to be asleep the whole time. The family members never woke up yeah. or it was never yeah. planned to be woke up. It was just their crew was using two-year rotations yeah. for you know six crews so they could stay semi-young by the time they got yeah. there. Yeah, you know, they, they'll age. Ship, I don't know. The how, this, much, they said how many crews, I think. I mean, even if there were six... For two years, you could do the it math. Takes 100 years. But I think there were more than six. Yeah, Dennis Quaid says at one point how many – I think he said there are ten. Yeah. Didn't, so. didn't they say that she left him before he even enlisted? Yeah. 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 She so wasn't even an option. Yeah. Or, I, I just wonder, like, her thinking, like, oh, this world is ending, but I'm not going to take – Try. I figured there'd be mass panic trying to get on this, this ship. I don't know. It's a pretty tough I life. I know. I know the world is dying. Earth was dying. Yeah, I, it's going to be a lot harder when they're like, "Good luck, Earth. 
and goodbye. But I mean, Boom. you're getting on a vessel and traveling for over a hundred years to get. It's not like once you get there, you can be like, "Oh fuck, these flowers aren't good," or whatever we found. You know, like you're, you're done. What is what is better, fighting what you know and knowing it's going to end, or going to the unknown? I I say taking a chance on a better tomorrow. Yeah. Did they know it was going to end, or they just knew that? Population was crazy and food was scarce. Well, eventually that's going to end. The world, yeah, the world, like the one time we see Earth, Ben Foster is outside and he has to wear a mask because there's oh, like yeah. a massive dust storm, and that was not ideal. Not yeah, ideal. Yeah, that was not great. That was six years before they left. Yep. Or four years before they left, because Flight Team Two was in control yeah. when they get the message that, oh man, you guys just got out of Dodge just in time because <laughs> shit's fucked up here. And when they're talking about the previous ship that launched all its tubes, yeah, that yeah. actually happen or was that just like you know like something that was launched in this one you know some of the tubes were launched and it was like a false memory or was that is that true i, I like that, just, i think that was just world building about pandora i'm assuming that yeah, was true i assume yeah. that was true so how where many were of these they missions are they to? yeah right were, were they were they the first to i don't think that the first was part. that even just a, a standard transport mission like was that not a i thought they you were know, just, oh, we're gonna not a generation ship right Okay, so we've colonized parts of the solar system, like the moon or Mars. I mean, right. I don't know. I know it's unfortunate we're not going to get any more movies, so I don't know where we've colonized. Like, so or did the sun explode and wipe out everything? So Earth is gone, but you're saying there may be still other human colonies that have been thriving right. for 900. They really years say it, that they're that they're the last ones on the ship. Right. Uh, that's why. Message, and so. it, that's why I figured the sun blew and there wiped was out everything. Ships before them, but whether right. it was a. Uh, Generation ship or them just doing something in the system, you know, they don't. We said 500 people. Like, why are there 500 people in tubes if you're just running cargo from the moon to Earth or to Saturn? I I don't know. I need to know. I need to see the manifest. I need to know why those people were on the ship. Hmm. The one scene that really made me uncomfortable in this movie is Ben Foster in like the the tubes. Where his face was smashed against the ground. Oh my! Like just talking about it right now makes me uncomfortable. Trapped situations like that are never. I, I don't like it. I, maybe I'm a little claustrophobic. I don't know. I don't try and get into tight situations. I'm surprised he didn't break his neck with that. Honestly, I mean, yeah. it was well, like well, like the you, other guy did. The other guy, right? Well, I don't think did the other guy break his neck. Or maybe he didn't because didn't well, he like he pry part of the thing? I thought he. I thought when I was assuming when he fell, he dented that thing so hard, busted his neck, and he was just oh, dead. Well, I hope so because because well, I was he's thinking not bending that, his, that metal on his own. Yeah, I was thinking he just got his arm stuck and couldn't peel him out like Ben Foster did mm-hmm. and just slowly died like that. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, there's a lot of bad ways to die on. I, I forget what this colony ship is called. I wanted to call it the Pandorum, but that is not what this ship is called. It was originally the name of the ship, apparently. Elysium, I believe it was. Yeah, Elysium, yeah. Because there's that little, like, uh, engraving on Dennis Quaid's yeah. uh, power console, which I do like yeah. it that you can crank it to get power running. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah it, it's just really cool, a really simple world-building thing. Why don't the doors have those? You want bulkheads to lock. Yeah, bulkheads lock like, for, for you know, you compression. Know. You don't want to have some crazy Pandora motherfucker be able to twist open a door and well, leak vacuum. Right, right. you need the computer system to be able to tell you if there's a vacuum behind the door yeah. or not. And just That's my only that's thought. That's true. You okay, can run okay. power and the computer would be like, you can't open that door. There's a vacuum, right. you know, space is behind it, dum-dum. But I, I just thought that was a really quick fix world building thing where it's like, oh, we don't really need that power. We can just hand crank this uh this radio and we can get going. So we, we meet Nadia. She tries to steal his boots. Yeah. She feeds him crickets later. Like he didn't bother to say, hey, there's a lot, you know, a room yeah, right over he here. He just came out of a, a locker billion boots. of boots. boots. Yeah. yeah. He's like, wait, are these currency in your world? Like, am I rich? Am I a boot billionaire? I'm pretty sure he is. And we, we meet uh, Chung Lee, which I don't know if he has a name in it, because he, he can't speak the language. Right. There's a language barrier, for sure. But he's probably the most honorable, best dude on the ship. It's alive this time. Yeah. Man? Man? All right. His name is Man. Works for me. I mean, but what a great guy he is on the ship. Yeah. I guess he just wants to live, and he's tired of fighting these things. His compassion in the end does him in, though. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to kill that doll-eyed. Yeah. Found that cute, did you? I mean, it, it's just like uh, the little kid in Dark City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's hard to do with an evil child. Just push him in the well. Yeah, all right, that's another podcast. Yeah. But there was no well around. <laughs> but as soon as he saw that kid, he should have backed away. But I did like the leader 
of the evolved since you don't want a monsters for a fair yeah. fight. Yeah, I was like, how baller is that? Where he's like, oh, fuck this, and then he had like predator blades on his hand. Yeah, which I thought was cheap. It's like here's a weapon, and look what I got, right? Yeah, right. he yeah. also has a weapon. He gave like, him a weapon. Yeah, he, yeah. he was like, this is too easy, right? I just I mean, like how you're fighting Predator... somebody and you've got two guns in your hand and you're like, oh, here's a rubber band gun for you. Let's fight. It's not really like, <laughs> like it's, it's more, it's comparable. I just like it that Predator is so ingrained in us as a people that 900 years of evolution, we still remember Predator blades and we make them as monster people. You realize we didn't actually age 900 years. They were the ones remembering it. They did. Oh, really? The, the monsters yeah, they, think, the evolved. You think they remember Predator? Uh, they remember. Pre- Obviously, that guy makes Predator weapons. Okay. It's in his DNA. But why are they so strong? Speaking of that, because it takes three of them to kill just a random red shirt. I'm assuming they've been fighting and fighting and eating each other. The, and the, so, that, so you think like they, they have like redundant organs like Klingons? That or they just you know this their evolution trained them to be better fighters and strong maybe yeah but they, they, they're, we're still bags of mostly water an accurate description of humans sir you are over ninety percent water surrounded by a flexible container yes we know that's, that's a double Star Trek reference yeah, like yes, I, 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 I gotta I, get out of the Star Trek yeah. <laughs> I mean they can take a lot of damage too it takes a lot of stabbing them in the head before they finally die yeah. so I don't know we have maybe to over one. time like our, our their bones grew thicker, so like it protects their right. their vital organs more. They got this porcupine spikes and everything going on. So I love the look of these guys. They're freaky. Like the, the leader has like a weird cut. I don't even know what the fuck's going on with the, his forehead. It was like a scar, wasn't it? Is it a scar? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a genetic defect, or is that the, like the next step of evolution, where he'll have a mouth on top of his head as well, and he can just like headbutt people and eat them? Sure. But I, I, I love the look of these aliens a lot. Or aliens. They're not aliens. even close to being aliens. But did you ever think they might be aliens? Since you hadn't seen this movie, I'm trying to... Did you think they might sure. be like... Uh, yeah, in, I didn't know where they, I, yeah, I didn't know where they came. I mean, I, I kind of... Obviously, they gave it to you pretty quick, so you didn't have to yeah. live in wonder for too long. But yeah, I didn't know what they were. I didn't know if it was, like I said, aliens invading the ship. If it was, you know, alien eggs, such as, you know, aliens uh, it, or something going on that, you know, infected the ship. Body snatchers. Did you know Ben Foster ate a real cricket for this okay. movie? Yeah. I was he wanted it to be realistic, and I was like, man, just, just, just eat a eat a fake cricket, man. You can get a yeah, grasshopper yeah. taco right in Rockville Town Square right now at that restaurant. But... Have you had one? I know you're not no. eating meat, but like, no, I'm not eating bugs either. I mean, so they 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 try to they give that to me as like a vegetarian option. And I'm like, it's got a bug in it. I was like, what yeah, is the grasshopper lot, you're right? referring to? And lot, she's like, right? it's a bug, and I'm like, no, that's alive that's yeah that's something that was i'm not i'm not yeah i'm not plant-based it's not a plant uh, cricket's not a plant like your grasshopper is not a plant it doesn't work for me right like i'm not a bugologist yeah right i'm not sure like a a plant i was gonna say i don't think you pluck this off trees but i guess you could but growing off a tree right like yeah sure it does have grass in the name so true true but if you want one we can go get one this is a red burger. Can we just get regular tacos? Yes, they have regular tacos as well. So you could get like you know they're they're the small like street taco size. So you could get one grasshopper to say you ate it, and then you can get like two or three regular hot do- or hot dogs. I've, I've, tacos I've eaten insects stuff. before. Yeah, I think, like, I, I, I think I've even crawling. had a cricket or no, it's I, it's, I, I ate some insects in Malaysia. Oh. I, I believe a cricket or a grasshopper or there something. Is a, there is a push for insect-based farming and protein going on. Yeah. Week. I mean, I don't want to live in Blade Runner 2049 where Dave Batista is just trying to get me to eat grubs. Yeah. I'm sure I'm there's sure other things about that world that you don't want to live in as well. But I mean, that's what I remember right now is Dave Batista was a grub farmer. And then Ryan Gosling showed up and shot him in the face. And all he wanted to do was farm protein for the rest of the world. He was a great guy. R.I.P. Dave Batista. That's a, some spoilers for Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. So, uh, you know, look out. Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit more to that uh, engagement as well than just the, sure. the it, grubs. It's probably my favorite scene from that movie. It's the Dave Batista. It's also the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. I think I saw that before I fell asleep during, like, some massive gunfight going on. And I meant to go back to it. I'm going to have to watch it. Rob swears Ryan, by we're just going to fall asleep again. 
No, because you know I'll watch it, you know, standing up in the kitchen on the cell phone. I'll be fine. Oh, you okay. know, like I can't wait to fall asleep like a camel. <laughs> this happened before. Let's yeah. be <laughs> I mean, maybe I should give Blade Runner twenty forty nine another chance. Maybe we'll do it on this podcast if I we're like. Did you want? I have to ask. Just to, if you're going to give it another chance, did you watch the shorts that accompanied it? Absolutely not. There's like three of them. Watch <laughs> them. It helps with the world building. Is it better than the shorts that came out with uh, Prometheus? Why would they do this? Why don't they just put it in the movie? Uh, they want they want to whet your appetite a little bit. Like they had well, young guy and one of them one of them awesome. They're different styles as well. Like one of them's live action with like Jared Leto and stuff. Um, but like oh, one of them's okay. like animated and you know there's whole you know a little there's another there's a little bit more with Dave Bautista in one. You know so. Oh cool. So uh, it would have it would you want so you're saying you want the runtime to be longer? That's what you're asking. And so I just I don't feel that's right, but so yeah, the, I mean, is it good world building or is it I just wasting so, yes. my time? All right. No, I think it's good I, world building. It's, or, we might get back into it at one point. Like I've only seen it that one time, and it's I did not enjoy the theater we saw it in because I was in little baby seats, and I'm an adult man, and I need a theater seating. Like, when you I say can't baby seat, were you like in a little bombo? Like hey, that might like, as well, man. <laughs> might as well. Like it was a theater seating. It was old school theater seats. Well, why'd you go to that theater? You had your choice it's, of theaters. This jerk I know was like, hey man, I'm having a birthday. We're gonna go see it in Rio. <laughs> Like the worst seats imaginable. Yeah, was Regal sold out? Like we couldn't it's, like it. No, he likes to get super bombed, so he's blacked out for every movie he sees on his birthday. <laughs> Recite your baseline. And blood black nothingness began to spin. And like, then he can crawl why. home. He can crawl home from Rio and not from Regal. Is that what it is? It's there are more bars in Rio. You know, you got Uncle oh. Julio. Yeah, because this is before they this is before they remodeled, and you could just get a drink at your seat. Like you yeah. couldn't drink in the movie yeah. theater. I mean, this person just texted taste, me and right? told me it was because of IMAX. That's not what it is. <laughs> <laughs> a system of cells interlinked within cells interlinked within cells. <laughs> I don't know how he knows we're talking about this. Right. Yeah. right. It's psychic. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember Rio having IMAX screens available. Yeah, they've they, they since updated they have like their one seating. on the top floor i feel like actually they did a renovation and they didn't put theater seating in yeah they, they really s- screwed the pooch like, on that renovation it, it really was oh, yeah. poor like it yeah poor. and the seat like i'm a larger guy i, I need yeah. a larger chair to just chill out and relax in and i felt like i was being tortured for two and a half hours I'm, watching blade runner so it's probably not, just right. that i can under that would, i could certainly see that hampering your enjoyment of the film like, boy, this film is long and boring. Let me out of yeah, this chair. It's like, let me, it, it's like you're in a stress position for two and a half hours trying to pay attention to Jared Leto, Harrison Ford, and Ryan Gosling, and you can't do it. Hmm. I remember Rio before, like, four, four, four remodels ago, before they added the upstairs. Like, was this right. at least the Wait, upstairs? wait, like, no upstairs? Like, no yeah, there was no uh, upstairs. arcade, no uh, bedding well, cages? arcade was Sportland. That was a different entity. It wasn't its own thing before. Yeah, it was just the bottom floor, and there was not even, like, uh, there was no stadium seating. It was just all flat, static. Yeah, it was just all gar- garbage seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then they renovated the downstairs and added some stadium seating, and then they opened the upstairs, and then they renovated it again. You know, it's, it's been a long road, but it's still not perfect. And they, well, I haven't been there since the pandemic. Maybe they pandemic. renovated some more. I don't know. So, Maybe, I mean, I haven't, like, Dave & Buster's, I think, was back. open. But we they, have to go back. Yeah. What, to yeah. Dave & Buster's or I don't, Rio? No, to Pandora. Within cells oh, shit, we're doing a podcast. Hey, guys, Pandora. Here we go. Where were we? Yeah. We were about to really start breaking down, like, what's at Rio? Right? Yeah, we were. We really were. Right. Uncle Julio's is there. I mean, Joe's is gone. What opened in Joe's? Joe's is going to uh, be something called nothing, True yeah. Food that's open yeah. spring of 2022 because they delayed. True Food? I don't know. That sounds foofy. No, what it sounds like it's going to be great. It's like healthy food and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, they that's right, what right, I go on. for. I but want garbage. Sounds food. good. Sounds well, then good. Just, I mean, so, are they a sponsor? True food. Get yeah. it. Sounds <laughs> delicious. There's one of the feds that I haven't been to it. And you've got your, um, what open where Macaroni Grill was is a, a like a... Yard house. Yard house. You yard probably house like that place. You can get your, and, your yeah, there's one of the Rundle Mills. Yeah. And then where Hamburger Hamlet was became Cafe Deluxe, but now it's a new Silver Diner. Oh, and it's, then, it's an yeah. SD? Yeah. It's, and then the the place by like Guapos that used to be Union Jacks and was like a bunch of things. Before oh, it's not that. Union Jack. It was Penang before that. Yeah, it's empty now. Penang? And oh, Union, Union Jacks is gone. Okay. Union Jacks is gone. gone. 
and Guapos is just using like the outdoor seating section, or at least they were during the pandemic for more outdoor seating. And then like what? Uh, I guess you and Jack didn't they have like live bands and stuff there? Well, now they renovated the whole. Um, yeah, they did, but now they've renovated the whole boardwalk, so you have a stage on the boardwalk right, right, right. by where the paddle boats are, where mm-hmm. bands play and stuff like that. Uh, and then I think Terratai is still there. I think Terratai is. Yeah, mean, I think it's still there. Last time I was at Rio. It's been yeah. a while. We have to go back. All right, I guess we have to go. I tried to steer us back. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Reagan, Reagan really wants to talk about Rio. I wanted. Really I wanted to know. It's yeah. the pandemic's about a thing. I haven't been to Rio in a while. I want to know what's there in case I decide to go down. We're yeah. going back. Stop it. Yeah. I don't know how we got to re- – oh, we got to play number – Blade Runner 40. 2049 to the Grub Protein Grasshoppers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we were talking about her eating how she was living for a long – Man, this has been a long time. This is a long road. That's how she was surviving. Yes, that's how she was eating. Yeah, was it – I assume she said there was five of us. I assume they all woke up together and tried to figure shit out. It's yeah. fairly close together. Yeah. And then we're slowly eaten by the evolved. Why do you think the ship just didn't have like a um, launch pods once once reached the planet type thing? Because what if the worst case scenario happened and the crews that were responsible for it died or there was some problem that the freezing wasn't working? Shouldn't the ship in the end have, like, it's, it obviously drives itself because it did. Shouldn't it have some kind of, like, I've landed sensor, let me eject the pods so that the, we can populate this planet? Well, maybe it would have if there wasn't reactor issues. Like, maybe there was reactor issues before it It, it might have, Quaid might have overridden that. <laughs> you think this oh, is maybe. the real Quaid? It is. Yeah. 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 He yeah. stopped the reactor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was just wondering. You would think that would be in the programming. Like, we're here. Yeah, like, odd, you know, like like a mushroom spore. Like, it just lets them all out. I was surprised that they they didn't do that. That it would just slowly open them one at a time as the reactor was failing, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, did you catch Ben Foster's brother in this movie? <laughs> Not until I read the trivia. Yeah, I know uh, who Ben Foster's brother was. Uh, he's the guy whose pod opens, and he is immediately, oh, immediately eaten. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad yeah for that's, that guy. His, that's his brother. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know any better. You're so... Yeah. I mean, how awful is that? You wake up, you're disoriented, and then teeth on you. It's terrible. I'm sure you're so disoriented, though, that he didn't really feel anything. Hopefully he died quick. Yeah, he dies quick, so he'd just be unconscious. Like, he never, he he just went to sleep. I don't think he he felt too much. He died as soon as they stabbed his head with a spike. Right. I mean, people were already chewing on him at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spike to the head was a mercy at that point. He grants you mercy. And... They also had a bunch of seeds for everything, right? In this ship, that some of them had, and, and in her mm-hmm. in her section, she, she they had lost thirty percent. Yeah, but they but still, still had a bunch. Yeah, yeah they those, had a ton. Did those Especially launch for the, the pods at the end, or are they yeah, still I just think everything? Stuck? I think supplies and everything. They didn't launched. show them launching, so it I was wondering. Right. Yeah, well, the, they the might next they might also be that. they might have all been in those cylinders too. Right, they might have been in the same they, type of ejection port. And how thingy. deep do you think they were? Do they not get the bins coming up out of there? That's uh, all I was thinking of, and I was like, that's such a G.I. I mean, Joe They were thing. fairly close to land. I don't, like, I think well, they, they were they, just deep enough to cover the ship. But, I mean, not first, even the whole ship was covered. When the yeah. first she first looked up and it was pitch black, they're like, where are the stars? There's no stars. Yeah, and then he yeah, hallucinates yeah. and he shoots and cracks the glass. And those creatures that obviously are in this world are floating over. It made it look like it was... Very deep, like, yeah, like very yeah. deep, very deep. Forty but leagues under be, the sea. Yeah. That could just be that planet's water is just super dark, or darker. You know, like I yeah, don't know. That, or they just didn't think about it and wanted to go with the stars aren't there. Right. Like, yeah. Just make. I like that. Did you, think, did you ever think they were in like Hellraiser dimension or no. Event Horizon dimension I, where there are no I, stars? I did think that they were going to do a twist where they've gone crazy, turned it back around, and they were in the ocean of dead Earth. Like it was all for mm. naught. I was waiting for that. That. Oh my um, god, that's so fucking dark. Like they turned the ship around, just drove back to the dead planet. Yeah, and it, it was oh. just under the water. And At Earth. least that Earth isn't even there anymore, though. Well, right. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah. But that's 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 what one of the twists I was waiting. To, you know, and it would be like, yeah. you damn well, they, dirty apes. You know, <laughs> like when they got out, like it would be something damn like you. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Like you know, just. The, the, the either Planet of the Apes or that uh, Tom Cruise movie we talked about where it was the tip of the... Damn, I just talked just about Just the tip? Yeah, the tip of the Empire State Building where he was, he was doing the transmitter. It's... um. Uh, the, the, yeah, I can't think of the name. The one where Oblivion. you were talking about... Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah. It's terrible, be, bad. terrible movie. I mean, I love Tommy. It's not good. That's, That's not a good. bad movie. Yeah. Um, 
So I was waiting for some kind of twist like that, but they actually got the planet, which was, yeah. you know, surprising. Well, yeah, because they're trying to set up that sequel. Unfortunately, we're not going to get there. I mean, there is a Facebook page that, like, apparently the writer and director of this movie have joined where it's just called, like, Pandorum's Sequel. I mean, they could do it, or I don't think there's... Bring it back. Like, yeah, there are legs to film. this. I believe there are legs to this. Because it is Dennis Quaid's character dead? Like, is Gallo dead? Well, he got pretty washed out if he's not dead. And he I had mean, no... he's a little wet. Everything is wet! He had no... <laughs> tube that he was sitting in at that time you see him get knocked over by the way it's not like he could swim and get into a capsule real quick and Maybe eject, the, like. the wave pushed him into the yeah. uh, what was his fake name Patton or whatever Patton. he put him into the Patton capsule and he got out and he Man. was not real worried about it, getting it is a horror movie so well, nobody no death i had a question about dennis quaid's character when he went crazy and killed the other people mm-hmm he obviously stayed awake outside of the pod. Did he, like, sleep and then get up and sleep and get up? Or did yes. he just stay up for 20 years and then went to sleep, you know, like, so he aged no, a little bit? I think he was getting up, like, probably, like, every, like, four or five years and be up for a while, check in on his people, make sure those prisoners didn't get out of them, mess anything up while he was asleep. Actually, he was probably up for a while in the beginning and then started sleeping. Uh, I was just wondering if he had that kind of control over the chamber. I think so. Isn't it just like a, a dial? Like yeah, it seemed to be a drama? keypad when he was doing the... Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know if it was pre-programmed to be the, the exact pace of... Like a six-year... Like you scanned your tattoo and it would only wake you up at that time or, you know, yeah. to... Maybe like go to sleep for eight eight years. Yeah. Or maybe that's how... Maybe it does do that and it makes you sleep till your rotate... Your, you know, quote-unquote rotation scans your barcode makes you sleep for eight years. So he just and wakes... Then, but he would he have gets to up wake up years. with it every rotation to deal with the, the replacement crew, right? Well, if, if, if that was the case, Ben Foster would have woken up before, right? Right. All right. So yeah, so you must be able to edit it. He must have been able to, like, yeah. shunt the programming for all of them so that they no longer were on a schedule to open, right? Like, he must have had a universal lockout, and they only started opening recently, you know, within after 900 years yeah. because of the, the, because the, of the power failure. Yeah, that yeah. started shooting. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's a lot in this movie you kind of kind of tussle with and go back and forth, which I kind of liked. Like, it's not the answers weren't straight, straightforward. Right. Like, you can you can look at the same thing. You you and I can look at the same scene and see it a different way. I, I like right. that about it. You know, like it's mysterious enough. The one thing I didn't like about this movie is the very beginning. You see Ben Foster's hand shake a little bit, and you're like, it's talk about Pandorum, and that's like an early sign of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's fine throughout the rest of the movie. And they have the big confrontation with Quaid at the end. And all of a sudden, he's full-blown Pandorum. I think it's stress-related, too, right? Like, So if you think of it stress-related, oh, okay. when right. you come out and you're in a fog and you don't know what's going on, you have no memories, you're going to be stressed. Your Pandorum symptoms are going to be, you know, sure, like, sure. you're going to get a little tremor. And then in the end, obviously stressful because you realize you remembered everything about this guy and now you're, you know, fighting for your life. Yeah, I, I kind of get that. I could I could make that argument. I would have just like like he was in a bunch of stuff. Like he's crawling through 108 evolved monsters. Yeah, you, you think that's stressful? <laughs> I thought <I'm> stressful. <laughs> and, and and you know he had to find an outfit to hide himself and hide his stink from him or whatever. Like a soup, anger soup. They had yep. him there. Yeah. People love to dress up and hide their stink from things in movies. I mean, it, it's a pretty common <laughs> thing. Mean, the scene where they're in the feeding pit. Yeah. And it's just like bones and disgusting shit and piss, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I love that scene. It's so gross. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. But I, I thought it was it worked because they had to hide. You know, it's a good horror movie thing to hide in something disgusting yeah. from the the villain that's chasing you. I thought it was yeah. cool mm-hmm. and disgusting. I had a question. I had a question about the the layout of that room where the all those pods were. Just seemed. You know, it was like a bunch of like, I guess, little like, uh, like, like valleys or whatever. Would mm-hmm. you say? It just seemed like an odd choice for to lay out. It was very like very spacious above. I mean, a great place for those creatures to jump around. Yeah, <laughs> it looks really yeah, cool. Yeah. It looks really cool when they could jump off of stuff. It seems otherwise it's it just, just seems like a really odd configuration walls, for boring. it. Yeah. It's boring, man. Yeah. No, I get it. Made for a much more interesting fight and, uh, and run Maybe and chase took, and all that. You know, they moved them around because. As you evolve, you get more and more into parkour. 
Right. Or maybe that's, yeah. you get really through exercised when they weren't sleeping. They did parkour courses in between yeah. their, their time on the bridge. Religion. Yeah. It became a religion for this people. So would you like the beast better if every time they jumped around, they're like, parkour! <laughs> I would just like it if they touched like their, their, their heels with their hand. They reached down and they did it like a little pose as they're jumping. Five dollars to touch it while I touch my toes. Six dollars to touch it while I touch you. Well, they were really fast when they were jumping and fighting. Like, you know, they they speed up the camera. Are they supposed to have, like, superhuman, like, strength and speed now? Yeah, but definitely really strong. I guess that's also in the, the evolution. They need to be strong to, like, rip open doors and things to get food. All right. Another thing that bothered me, the whole movie, Fonster has a bunch of glow rods in his, in his little leg pouch. Yep. And he cracks yep. them. They're green. The whole movie. He gets into this last pod with Nadia. And they're shooting up through there. And he cracks one open. It's red. Right. Why is it red? Maybe that's his last one. Maybe the last one's red. All right, that works for me. You know what? It's, it's a, a simple answer. I know, but I, th- I, I guess the red is supposed to symbolize like danger. Maybe they could actually drown. You know, uh, psychologically with you while you're watching it. Green always meant fine. The white is green. Crap is clean. I don't know. It's just something I noticed that all of his. You know, they, they were all green, but I did love, like, him biting one open to turn it on when he was trapped upside down in that horrible, horrible situation. Oh, what did you think of his uh, little push gun? The riot gun? Didn't they call it the riot gun? It is a riot gun. It is like a Destiny 2 weapon. He didn't use it enough. The push gun. <laughs> no, no, not, not nearly enough. And I was like, also, it's a pretty garbage weapon. I mean, he used it to stop a fight, and then he shoots at some glass that doesn't do anything except make the, the lead monster mad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the way that goes on his arm, he loses it way easier than I would think. Yeah, like you would think, <laughs> especially if it's for a riot, you think it would be really stuck to you. I mean, yeah, just strapped on your arm and in your hand. Like even if you fell, I feel like that's going. He, he it just flail flows right he off. He must have not locked like the safety around the elbow. Maybe. Like, and then he, he's probably really half-assed with it. Why didn't he grab more than one of those? I don't know. What? Why? Why y'all? Because, yeah, he had seen the monsters by this point, right? I believe so. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. He yeah. only had a hand. Like, he, hand he had watched Daryl Dixon get eaten. Yeah. Well, before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he, yeah, he got one before he met Daryl. He got the, the weapon before he got met Daryl. Oh, did he? Okay, okay. Pretty sure. But, yeah, he had seen them before. Right. Makes no sense. But, you know, it's a movie. You That's that proper expensive. Yeah. You don't want to make it super easy to kill these monsters. You want them to feel terrifying. Oh, even if he had two, I think, he, and used it a little more, I think he'd still have problems. Yeah. You know? Well, then he could give it to, like, Nadia or a man, and they could use Unless it Unless it was, well. like, biological. Man fighting with it would probably it, be fucking He did say awesome. something about his tattoo number when he checked it out. So, yeah. like, maybe it only worked for him or something like that. Oh, no, oh, the other guy. No, no, the other guy used it. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. We didn't even talk. Why is a... Uh, cookie, what, like like leaving them at that point. It makes no sense for him to close the doors on them. Like I know he's a scavenger and he's not trustworthy, but at this point I figure he would he would still take the strength in numbers. No, yeah, well, he just wants to leave them as bait or chum to get the okay. He's away from. Right. Like, I he, think he, his survival chances are better as a threesome than trying right. to talk to Dennis Quaid cold. I get. It's like if we were running and we were running from zombies, I'd push you down so that the H I would like that. I could definitely stab you in the thigh. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's clear. You can say the safety of numbers, I would but tell you, I'd be like, oh, I feel terrible about this as I run away. For well, sure. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, oh, I hate. I hate what I just did, but you'll be okay. Right. Just close your eyes. It'll be over soon. <laughs> try to try to fight a little bit so it takes longer for the... Yeah, like, for like, like, crawl away. Like, keep crawling. The, away from me. The opposite way. Just yeah. keep doing it. Just be like Dory. Keep swimming. Keep keep swimming. Let's go. But I, I did like... I like all the characters they brought in a lot. Because it's only, what, like four people? Besides Dennis Quaid that he meets out in this, this world. You know, this man, the great fighter. Right. There's Nadia, I guess, the love interest. Yes. I mean, she's a great fighter, too. Yeah. I mean, in this world, if you're in alive, if you're alive in a world, if you're yeah. alive, yeah. you're a good fighter. If you last a it's, well, few months. It's, yeah, you... it's, I'm Ben Foster's brother in this world. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> so they got them, then Ben, then Dennis, and then uh, the Norman. Cook. Yeah. The cook, that's seven. The guy that gets eaten right away, eight. No, um, I, no I think you're way too high. Even if you were right. That would be one plus one plus two plus one, not one plus two plus one plus one. Well, I'm not. Foster, Quaid. Uh-huh. Man. Nadia, man. Man. Uh-huh. 
the cook, uh-huh. foster Norman. brother, Norman. Seven. Yeah. Part seven. Who else is it besides like evolved? And like, then there's there's young Quaid if you count him as a different character. I, all, right, all right, you can count him kind of, I guess. And I guess you could count the other bridge crew that gets the taken other out two. Too. Yeah. I think I've read trivia that the captain wife. Get, getting that message mm-hmm. is the actor who played the head evolved guy, it the is. head monster. It yeah. Is. I was like, that's fucking awesome that they're like, hey, you, you just be the captain. Double duty. You, you, we're not we're not recasting this. Like we're we've already spent our thirty million dollars. Come on, help us out. All right, let me see. Quaid's alive. The population's twelve thirteen. Which isn't enough people to repopulate it unless they've got other genetic materials. I mean, you need more than a thousand people to get a clean gene pool to continue a. Well, they got twelve thirteen. They're over. Maybe. <laughs> maybe now, I you can mate with your, the evolve, Ryan. From the from your book. That you you know the book of Battlestar that you hold so dear, uh-huh, they didn't uh-huh. have enough people to repopulate the Earth with what was left. You know, at the end of the thing. show. Yeah, that's what they said from the beginning. Like doing the calculations, they said they didn't have enough to get like a clean gene pool, even with like whatever the thirty thousand people. No, 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 at the beginning it was like fifty-five something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they didn't think they, they didn't think they were gonna make it, especially when they're losing shit. That's weird. That's why I don't buy merge with. Okay, I, I thought you told everything is Battlestar Galactica as uh as yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, have I been watching some Katie Stackoff YouTube videos that she put, she put out good content? Go check that out. Okay. So I think a thousand people sounds a little short. That's all I'm saying. Or twelve hundred, as, as you'll yeah, put it. Maybe they can mate with the evolved. Well, it's going to be tricky. Or some of the seeds and stuff they put in are seeds. Yeah. You know, yeah, like there's yeah. some genetic material in there that, you know, like 40,000. mechanics? They figured they it out. A, a certain. Yeah, I think probably mechanics, mechanics and like building shit, yeah. not okay. figuring out how many people you need to fuck to, to I stay Pop of the mechanics because I can remember at Brookhaven uh-huh. going to the elementary school library, checking out popular mechanics magazines, and they said they'd have driving cars by the time I was able to drive, or flying cars by the time I was able to drive. Yeah. Didn't happen, man. Still's not here. Pop mechanics what? way off. I don't trust their numbers. Right, they have it. The government's holding it from us. Oh, it's okay. They don't want us to have a good time. Look, man, I can't get to fucking work on time because people Thanks can't drive Biden. cars. Okay. Yeah, you want people flying in the air, crashing into your house because they're late for work? No, yeah. thank you. Keep <laughs> yeah. that shit out of Joe Consumer's hand, please. I want self-driving everything, or self-flying in this case. All right, so you want it like iRobot, where we're all just going like 107 miles an hour? Or Johnny Cab, or something like that? Oh, Johnny Cab. Ah, ah. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Check out our back catalog if you don't get that joke. <laughs> but anyway, so we, they don't have enough people to repopulate unless there's like frozen embryos. What if there's an indigenous life on this? Like like they, they do at the end of Battlestar they where they fix, find people they and make, they're like, oh, it's going to be gross. You're not going to like this indigenous right. people, but we got to live. We they, be may, they may be some inbred mutants again on this planet once they get out there because they, you know, they, they're another 900 years. It's not the happy ending. See, anymore. now I want, I want it to be remade where another 900 years have gone by. But a pod didn't open. Like it shot out, but it it floated down. It it malfunctioned, but it kept working for another nine hundred years. How? Okay. Wait, look, man, it's a fucking movie. That's how. Well, the, the sequel would obviously be that they launched more ships behind, yeah, more. And, and that, that actually and they haven't they, out, they haven't still got the, it's only no, they're already trip. there and established and they're gonna eject from these oh. pods and then find and the oh they injected monsters into their... Yeah, like the, they they brought the problem, they brought the virus. There's some utopia. And actually, these monsters could probably survive in low vacuum underwater. Yeah, so that that would be the sequel movie that I yeah, would be really naturally cool. take uh, is that there's already another you know sixty thousand person colony that's been stri- thriving for nine hundred years. So there's oh there's they, like a, we come to ruin it. Oh, that's so us. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, like a million percent. Make that movie. That sounds good. On that Facebook page and suggest it. I know. Jump on it. I can love Pandorum. Patchy. Yeah. Uh, you guys got any more notes? Do not. We're going to go to a quick little break. Uh, Godspeed. Oh, crazy. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Welcome back. You know what time it is. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yeah, I heard you hot shot. What? I said hot shot. 
and we're joined by our producer E. All right, game on, good guys. For this set, our second annual Hortoberfest Hortobering, got a new pop quiz variant. And for this pop quiz, basically, I'm going to name a movie. And what you're going to tell me is, these are all horror movies, is is this horror movie, does it have that thing at the beginning of the movie or in the back of the box or wherever where it says that it was inspired by true events? Oh, all right, okay. so we're going like, to try like to find haunting. out. Sure, like, is not not did this movie or happen. Or Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. Not, is this movie real? Did it happen? Blair but Witch. at least was it, you know, inspired by what somebody says did actually happen to them, okay? So you get okay. it? It is called Bullshit or Boo shit. Boo shit. Exactly. So the movie's either going to be completely fabricated and made up bullshit, or it's going to be some boo shit that was at least in some way, shape, or form based or loosely inspired by something that someone says happened to them. Okay. So you're saying like House of the Dead, real shit. I got you. Let's hit this game. All right. So if you've got the rules, let's hit that game show music. And here we go. First up, Fire in the Sky, the 1993 movie where. Oh, that's based on true events. Gets, you know, abducted by you know, scared the shit out of me as a kid it terrified me too scared the shit out of me as a kid where i thought aliens were just after us that's I where they put that as a kid you all right i learned it by watching you you watched it that's why i watched it in theaters you watched it at home as well oh all right uh, you showed me this movie and like when they put like the, the the film over his mouth yep. yeah 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 oh. i don't remember this movie at all and it reminded me it's about of alien abduction weird skin in the pandorum right that's yeah. actually what made me think of this movie and put it on the list so are we going with bullshit or boo shit it's based on I, real events. No, I I think when they you put think the trailers said out, they happened, yeah. I think yeah, 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 yeah. The true truth. Okay, this is based on an alleged alien abduction uh, of logger Travis Walton, who wrote a book about it, and then the book was adapted into a movie based on what he says happened to him. And real quick, since we're on alien abduction, have you guys watched Resident Alien yet? Any of the no. three of you? No. Oh my. Like, get on it. Eight episodes. It's about aliens. It's about aliens. It's an alien living amongst us, played by Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. So it's Starman? Kind of. <laughs> I think like, that's exactly what you said the last time. I mean, probably. Yes. It was. It, it, it was. Pack, it's like E.T., but darker. Okay. All right. Next up, what do we think about Child's Play? That's bullshit. Not, yeah, There's not based no on... way. Wait, wait. That's bullshit then, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's not based on real. Yeah. Okay. So apparently... The true truth. Oh, Child's hey, Play. Here. A guy who dolled himself into a doll? Child's Play was based on something that happened to a painter who was allegedly given a doll by a woman who worked for his family. And she hated the family. And later it was discovered that that she practiced voodoo and had cursed the doll in order to hurt the the family. So that's, hmm. I mean, it's not about somebody who was able to transfer his soul into soul the body into a of, doll. of a doll. Yeah, but hmm. it, it, it was based off of uh, something that somebody read about there. Uh, next up, Friday the 13th. Based these, off true. It's gotta be bullshit. Yeah, some, I was gonna say true events. True events. There was a child molester who was burnt alive or something. No, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, I'm thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Crystal Lake, you know, like... Alright, yeah, that, that's fake. No, that's not based on true. Friday the 13th is some bullshit. That did not happen. But bizarrely enough, there was a 1960s murder case uh, at a place called uh, Bodum Lake in Finland, which still remains unsolved, where some people who were camping out were murdered in their tent. But nobody on the Friday the 13th writing crew, creator, producer, nobody says it has anything to do with it. But after that came out, people looked back and said, hey, this seems like it could have been related. And as it turns out, it wasn't. Mm. And I'm sorry for confusing Night Run Ultra for Friday the 13th. It's it's, uh, unfortunate that I did that. Yeah. And I apologize. Okay, next up, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. Based on true events. Like, I was just, actually, I'm a time traveler. I'm a drunk time traveler. (laughs) It was just answering too fast. I get it now. So there is actually a part of Nightmare on Elm Street which is where that inspired the story. So it's a, it, there was a, a story about some Cambodian refugees who had escaped Cambodia. And mm-hmm. one of the survivors was a young child and he had horrible nightmares and he could not shake them based off of his experience in Cambodia. Yeah, 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 yeah. One day, apparently... Understandable. The family wakes up hearing him screaming in his sleep. And when they get to him, he he was dead. So he woke up dead, 
screaming from a nightmare, heart, oh. heart attack, something like that, basically just died of natural causes. And then that inspired the concept of a uh, nightmare killing you in your sleep and then, you know, killing you in, in real life. And that inspired all of all of Nightmare on Elm Street. That just reminds me now the the next gen episode where they, they're sleeping, but they can't achieve REM sleep. Night terrors. So yeah, I think it's night terrors. That sounds about right. Where they're all slowly going crazy because they can't dream. Yeah. I love when Ryan's like, I don't remember that Star Trek episode. I yeah, I don't. Okay, next up, The Mothman Prophecies. Based on true events. On, yeah. You speak the true truth. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. that from the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. That was pretty clear in the, in the movie. Okay, yeah. Uh, but what happened in reality was that there was... Uh, there actually was a bridge disaster, but surrounding that disaster and in some photos that were taken from days before and whatnot, people kept, there were a lot of reports of people seeing this figure that looked like it had wings and it was a guy in like a black coat and they thought that it had glowing eyes. And they turned that into the 2002 Richard Gere movie, The Mothman Prophecies. So yes, that is based on the true, true events. If I'd seen that, I would just think I'd be like, oh shit, Mimic's real. Mm-hmm. And it's a mimic monster. Mr. Right. Funny Shoes. That's right. Funny, funny shoes. Okay. Ravenous from 1999. In the bag, based on true events. It he is based on true events. He was eating me. You speak the true truth. <laughs> it was based on true events. <laughs> uh, it's about a cannibal who had confessed uh, to murdering and eating fellow travelers. And a lot of the details of the from the, of the movie were based on things that had actually happened. Obviously, they jazzed it up a little bit for the movie, but that is correct. It is some boo shit. Boo shit. Uh, all right. How about a uh, classic Hortoberfest movie, Halloween? I don't remember them saying based on true events for that one. I don't either. I don't, I don't, I don't say boo shit on that as well. Halloween. You're saying it is or not? It's not. Well, that's bullshit. Bullshit. Not boo shit. I just like saying boo shit. Oh, okay. So even though Halloween seems like the most grounded and down to earth of the slasher movies. Mm. It's some bullshit. That's just, they're just completely made up. Definitely not based on any true events. And how about Dead Ringers? David Cronenberg movie from 1988. I don't know what that movie is, but I'm going to say bullshit. <laughs> so in the movie... I also don't know what this movie is. The movie you know is, is about uh, twins who are gynecologists, uh-huh. and it's a really weird body horror movie and psychological thriller. And it is some bullshit because you speak the truth. There were twins who were gynecologists named Stuart and Cyril Marcus, and at times they would trade places and trade patients without the patients knowing. Mm. And uh, later they kind of lost it, got crazy, and retreated into heavy drug use and isolated from everybody but each other. And uh, the movie's based on a true story, on actual. <laughs> I should say the movie's based on true characters. Like true, uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever you kept saying twins, all I could think about was Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> And then also, you were talking about doctors, uh, and all I could think was body parts. true story. <laughs> but now I want a Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but mixed with body parts, where they're the doctors, like, cutting people up and making Frankenstein people out in the world. Maybe that's what the new Twins movie will be, now that Eddie Murphy's dropped out. Start writing that. That'll be another CoSG specialty. <laughs> okay, last up. One of the movies that we did season one of CoSG. Scream. What do you think? Bullshit, 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 bullshit. So, the movie was inspired by the Gainesville Ripper. It's true. All of it. Real name Danny Rowling, who killed five Florida students by knife over a span of three days huh. in August of 1990. And that was the inspiration for Ghostface, the knife, and so on and so forth. Hmm. So, thanks for playing. That was Bullshit or Boo Shit. Boo Shit! playing. Boo. The winner is you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, I really want to make a joke, but it was just like, you know, <laughs> the Florida Ripper. Like, there's just nowhere to go. So we're just going to go. Co is she. Co is B. <laughs> like, you know, it's, a, it's, it's why we're here. I really, really liked Pandora when it came out. When I saw it, like, 2010, 2011. It, I love this movie. It's it's just enough sci-fi. It's horror. There's monsters. There's people eating bugs. It's got Dennis Quaid in it. This is a super simple Co is she. It's... 
This is a fun fucking movie. Rob, what do you think of Pandorum? No, I'm right there with you. Um, I enjoyed it when I watched it back in the day. You know, it still holds up. I mean, uh, definitely underrated, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe it's getting a little bit of, like you said, maybe a little bit of a cult following people trying to get a sequel going on. But um, That'd be great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, enjoyed, you know, the, you know, the small cast, but it, everything, you know, the special effects were good. The story, you know, moved well for me. Yeah, you know, Ko was G. Ko was G. Yeah. Easy. Ryan, what did you, all right, this is your first watch Pandora. What do you think of Pandora? I thought it was um, enjoyable. I mean, it was it was enough mystery to keep it going and enough action to make it interesting and you know, I thought I thought the effects that were there were good. I thought the, the actors played it well. I, I I had fun watching it. I thought it was a good movie. I I give it a good for sure. Go G. Awesome. Now, would you watch it would your wife watch this movie being loosely um, horror? This is probably loose. She wouldn't like it. I'll put that out there right yeah. now most yeah, likely. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it would be a winner, but I don't think she would. But did you trick her into watching a loose horror movie? I don't think she'd love it. She wouldn't like that I made her watch it, but she, it, it would not fall into like the horror category of like she really doesn't like watching it, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Of course, Pandorum is. Come on, it's still good. Roll credits. Evil wins. Sequels, Sequels are, are made. made. Make sure to stay until after the credits for a bonus scene and check out the show notes for links, trailers, and clips about Pandorum. Rob, where can the good people find us? They can find us at CoSG Pod, but also on Spotify. Only Spotify. We love Spotify. It's a really great platform. If you have any movies you'd kill, 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 kill. for us to rewatch, leave a note. I want to thank my brothers Rob and Ryan and our producer E. Special thanks to our social media team and all of our supporters. Thank you good people for listening, liking, subscribing, and reviewing. You guys are the best. If you're new to this show, be good people and leave us a review. It really pops our fangs. And if you want to be great people, recommend our show to a friend. And when they're not looking, mark them for the great sacrifice. It's all for the greater good. For the, the greater, greater good. good. And for the good guys, this is your undefeated champion, Reagan. And as we always say on the CoSG, I have introduced myself. You have introduced yourself. This is a very good conversation. push you down so that the H I would like that I definitely get away. stab you in the thigh. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's clear. Pandorum.